Don't you dare run from the transition. Don't you dare run from the transition. It is an invitation to intimacy. God wants to draw you closer. God wants you to come to him. It is a process where you're going to change from one state or condition to another. It's a process. And when you stay in this process, I can tell you from my own life, nothing else really matters except for the cause of Christ. When you stay in transition, your ears are open to hear what God is saying. In the midst of transition, the more I prayed and I asked God for clarity, he will send people, he will send posts, he will send messages, and they will always be the answer to what I asked God about. So even when I think that God wasn't hearing me, he was hearing me every time. I'm here to tell someone right now where the enemy is lying to you and telling you that in the midst of this transition, that God is not hearing you, that God does not care, that God just wants you stuck, that God will never answer you, that God would never give your promise. Transition literally speaks of of going from old to new. Transition literally speaks of what was to what about to be what is. Transition literally means that you're going from what was old to what was new. It means that you're going from a, a, a state that was unfinished to a state that is complete. And as long as you hold that in that mind, it keeps me focused. It keeps me focused. Transition, it keeps me focused so that I don't fall to temptation. Because I'm telling you, transition will challenge your faith. Yes, it will. Transition. Every single person. Paul had to face transition from one who, 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 who persecuted the saints to one who preached to the Gentiles, one who called the believers to, 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 to he, he, he literally went from persecuting them to preaching to them. There was a transition where people didn't trust him and people didn't like him. Do you understand that in your transition, there will be people that don't trust your motive. They won't trust what you come with. They won't trust what you're saying because they haven't seen you before or they knew your lifestyle before or they knew how you felt before but it matters not what people have said if God said I'm taking you from this place to that place I want you to trust God if God said I'm taking you to the other side I need for you to trust God do not yield to temptation because yielding is sin it is to get you its objective is to distort God's word so that it appears that what God said can't be so. So that it appears what God spoke would never come to pass. It is said to distort God's mission for your life. I dare somebody tell mission control. I got my focus again. Father God, I have my focus again. Forgive me for yielding the, to the temptation of giving up. Of thinking that somebody else is more qualified. That somebody else can do it because I can't handle it. That God picked the wrong person. I dare you do that. I dare you understand that you are in a state of tempering. And tempering doesn't feel good, but it's for your good. Tempering will take the fires. Tempering will take the trials. Tempering will be the furnace of adversity. Tempering will, listen, impart increased strength. Increased strength. See, the reason you got to say mission control, because you got to understand that God controls your destiny. We far too long try to do it. Mission control. I have my focus back. Mm. Mission control. 
I, I, I'm aligning again, missing control. My ears are open to hear you, missing control. What is your next directive, missing control? Where are you sending me, missing control? Bring clarity to what's foggy, missing control. I'm awaiting your next word, missing control. Where I have missed the last assignment, take me back to that place, missing control. That's what the astronauts, that's who they talk to, mission control. We must get back to mission control. We must understand that we are being made resilient by heat treatment. This adversity, this trial, that work is patience. This trial is only to make you stronger. This trial is for your tempering. This trial is for you to be increased in strength. This trial is to pull out what's really in you. The problem is many of us don't understand how powerful you are on the inside, how able you are on the inside, how skilled you are on the inside. Many of you don't understand fully what God has put on the inside of you. It's only being revealed to the fire. The reason you haven't broke because it's already on the inside of you. The reason you haven't lost your mind in the midst of is because it's on the inside of you. The reason you haven't failed and faltered because it's on the inside of you. The reason you can still take even if it's baby steps huh, is because it's on the inside of you. Huh? The reason you're still standing huh, is because God is increasing your capacity. Huh? The reason you're still standing is because God is causing you to not be so easily upset, so easily moved by your emotions. Huh? The reason that you have not failed because you are being molded into an acceptable man. Who you are is being revealed. I want to encourage the listeners. Some of you think that you're too young. Some of you think that you're too old. How can the Lord use me? Some of you think you messed up too much, but you're in transition and you're being tempered. The Bible says in Malachi, who can withstand the day of his coming? Who? He said, the Lord that you seek, he's coming. He's coming. But who will be able to withstand? You have been praying Lord, make me ready for your purpose. You have been praying, God, use me as you will. You have been praying. And so he said, yes, son. Yes, daughter. I'm about to transition you to that place. But who can withstand him? Because he's coming as a refiner's fire. And he's coming as fuller soap. The thing about fuller soap is like a launderer's soap. And it must scrub the imperfections. It must scrub, scrub the stains. It must get the junk out. But it's only to make you a spotless garment. A garment me for his use. Who can withstand the fire? That's going to cause you to come out as purified silver and gold. That will make you vessels, vessels meet for his use. Who will withstand the day of his coming? Mission control. I'm back in alignment. Mission control. I have my focus. I will not be coaxed, tantalized, titillized, baited, seduced, enticed out of the revealed word of God concerning my life. Guys, we're about to transition into December. It is the last month 
of this year on the Gregorian calendar. I dare this be your month of transition. Will you begin to say yes to the will of the Lord and the tempering of our God? Where you begin to allow the Lord to increase you in strength, it, it, tempering, treated so as to impart increased strength. See, you've had strength to stand so far, but God is about to increase your strength. When the glass is tempered, it's able to withstand more pressure. It's able to withstand more heat. You are being tempered to withstand more pressure and to withstand the heat of adversity. You are being tempered not to move by emotion, but move by Holy Spirit leading, where you're not easily offended, easily upset, easily made angry, but you hear via Holy Ghost, you proceed according to his instruction. That you're being made resilient by the heat treatment so that your capacity is maintained. Your core capacity is maintained. Your integrity is maintained. Your purpose is maintained. Even in the midst of dramatically changing circumstances. I speak to the listener, both silent and active, on replay, that you will withstand the transition. That you will not be tempted out of the revealed word of God concerning your life. If God spoke it, it is so. If God said it, it shall come to pass. Yes, the transition can be weary. I, I, I even liken it to a woman who was just herself until she began to carry seed. Mm. And as the seed began to grow, as the ministry begins to grow, as the assignment begins to grow, it begins to get uncomfortable because the assignment begins to kick. The assignment doesn't want to be bound. The purpose doesn't want to be bound. The purpose is ready to be expressed. The assignment is ready to be expressed. The mandate is ready to be expressed. The ministry is ready to be expressed. The things are ready. Your body is ready to be healed. And the woman is carrying the seed of new birth. Transition is giving birth to something new. And it gets uncomfortable. And it gets to a place where you can no longer handle it. And so there must come skilled midwives. There must become skilled mentors, skilled mothers, skilled fathers who will help you in the transition to push out what has been seeded into you. And you have to do the work. The mentor can't do it for you. The mother, the father spiritually can't do it for you. The friend can't do it for you. But they are there to stand by you. Many of you are in transition because you're about to give birth to the new you, the new territory, the new capacity, the new land, the new expansion. And the transition is uncomfortable. But I hear the Lord say, push and don't be tempted to give up. Push and don't be tempted to throw in the towel. Push. Because you're about to give birth to what I have seeded into you a long time ago. You have processed 
to this point. You have pressed, you have persevered to this point. I am bringing you out of the old and into the new, but I need you to push. I need you not to be tempted to say, just cut it out of me. And I'm not talking about those of you who are given birth naturally by cesarean. I'm talking about those who say, just make it easy. Just ordain me. I don't want to go through the process. Just don't look at my mess. Just, just let me work anyway. You want the convenient cut of a C-section. But God said, I want to send you through the fire of adversity because I must temper you with strength. I must get you to deal with your emotions. I must get you to face those things that's trying to stop you. But I'm here all alone. Minister Williams says she won't stop pushing. I won't stop pushing. But the reason we are here to help you in the push, we say, baby, this is the time to hold your breath and push. Sweetheart, this is the time for you to relax. This is the time you begin to make a mess. Some of you mothers know why you're pushing. You begin to make a mess. But those who know that you are pushing out destiny, they clean up the mess. They show you how to clean up the mess. And they say, still keep pushing. Still keep pushing. You say, but I made a mess. They said, baby, I cleaned up the mess. I already been this way. Keep on pushing. Don't be tempted to stop pushing because you made a mess. Ah, uh, glory to God. The reason we're here, because we understand that you may make a mess in your pushing. We, we know why you're pushing. You may be pushing out other things. We understand that. And that's why we're here. But don't be tempted. Don't be uh, tantalized. Don't be coaxed. Don't be baited into going back. Keep on pushing because you're going to realize that if I can push through this, if I can give birth to this baby, then there is nothing that can stop me from giving birth to the next promise, the next project, the next purpose, the next thing that God has given me. I'm being a part of strength in my push, in my tempering. Your push is not in vain. Your labor is not in vain. Do not be tempted back to disobeying the revealed word of God. God seated you for you to give birth. God seated you for you to process to this transition. God seated you so you can undergo this thing. God seated you. So you can go from one condition to another. Don't give up in transition. You're being tempered for such a time as this. You're being made for such a time as this. You're being strengthened for such a time as this. You're being molded for such a time as this. Your capacity is being increased for such a time as this. Your core purpose and integrity is being shown for such a time as this. It's time to move forward. There were some that were left as they were moving into the promised land. There were some that was left on the other side of the river and they took their possession over there. And that's fine for them, but that's not fine for you. God wants you to press into the promised land. If he said, I gave it to you, that means that he already dealt with it. The Lord was reminding me today 
that his it is finished, defeated, and supersede every word, curse, covenant, and negative confession. His it is finished has already obliterated and annihilated the enemies of your destiny. When he spoke, it is finished, that means everything that was trying to withstand you has to bow to what he has put in you. So when I continue to decree it is finished over the trial and over the adversity, I put in God's victory on it. <laughs> I put in his seal that I've already overcome it on it. God said it is finished. Jesus on the cross said it is finished. That means everything that the enemy will try to throw your way has already been defeated. So therefore I can withstand transition because it is finished. I can handle the tempering. Because it is finished. I can overcome temptation because it is finished. And I will be imparted the strength, complete their destiny and the assignment. Mm -hmm. I will walk through the effectual door of opportunity and advancement and promotion <laughs> because it is finished. <laughs> to tell us that, I need you to understand it is finished. I want to pray your resilience. I want to pray your increased strength. I want to pray that your capacity to withstand, to hold on to your core purpose and your integrity, your righteousness, your assignment, that it will stand in the face of transition and in the trying of temptation. Father, in Jesus' name, I decree, as Ecclesiastes 2 and 5 says, for even as gold is tried by fire, that these acceptable men will be tried in the furnace of adversity. They will be shown to be acceptable in your sight. I decree that they will not bow to the coaxing, the tantalization, the titillization, the bait, the seductions, and the enticement of temptation to disobey your revealed word concerning their life. But I decree and I declare because my declaration is literally serving the spirit realm of notice that I will move in the assignment, mission, mandate, and commission of God. I decree in the name of Jesus that their resilience will be revealed in the midst of. I decree that their strength will be increased in the midst of. I decree that their maturity will prevail in the midst of, that they will be molded into sh and shaped into everything that you have called them to be in the midst of. I decree that the transition will not be a breaking point, but a point of breakthrough. I decree that the, the, the transition will not be a failing point, but it will be a point where they will fervently press. I decree that in the transition that they will process and they will not fall out. I decree, Lord Jesus, that in the transition, that they will keep their focus on mission control and on the assignment. I decree that in the transition, that they will move to the state, the place, the position, a condition that you have called them to be. I decree that every arrow of the enemy that has come to pierce their heart and to make them afraid that the arrow of the enemy will literally disintegrate in the air even now before it can even reach them. I decree that their armor, although it may suffer a ding, it will not be penetrated by the enemy. 
me. Huh? I speak and declare that by the power of God and by the blood of Jesus, that no weapon formed against them in transition will be able to prosper. Huh? I decree that they will understand that it is finished, is meant for their life, their life's assignment, their purpose, and their transition. Huh? I decree that they will begin to declare it is finished over everything that is trying to uh, discombobulate in their life. And those things will begin to understand that Jesus Christ is Lord. Um, I speak that the Lord's plan and purpose for your life will prevail in Jesus Christ's mighty name and that in the season of transition, you will not yoke with, work with, covenant with, partner with, contract with, go into allegiance or alliance with anything that will destroy the mandate of God for your life. Um, I speak it in the name of Jesus uh, that you will have eyes to see what God has spoken for you. You will not allow it to be ripped from the behind you. I speak that you will not suffer death in your joy, your finances, your peace, your ministry, your wealth, your entrepreneurship, your business, or your career. And I decree that in this time of transition, everything that must be shedded will be shedded. And everything that must be added will be added in the name of Jesus. Every relationship that is meant for this season will become stronger. Every covenant that's meant for this season, God covenant will become stronger. Every God covenant, every camel, every destiny helper that is sent and meant for you in this season, find you now in the name of Jesus Christ. And for every frenemy and foe, every person that has come with an ill agenda and assignment, an ill motive to use you and take from you, that they will be exposed and revealed and you will not hook up. I speak it in the name of Jesus, that you will not fall for the temptation in your transition, but you will be tempered in the firmness of adversity so that that increased strength will be imparted unto you. That resiliency will be your portion as you press forward into the new. I speak it concerning my life, your life, and everything that is attached to you. And I speak it by the express name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. I pray that this word bless you, those of you who are in transition. I pray that this word will keep you. I pray that you will remember that in transition, there are two T's that are going to try to find you. One, you will deny. Another, you will accept. The temptation, you will deny. The tempering, you will accept. And that you will, call, you will allow God to cause you to become increased in strength, increased in power, Increase in authority, increase in anointing, increase in favor, increase in wisdom, that doors will open, effectual doors will open, God doors will open in the name of Jesus, God covenants will open in the name of Jesus Christ, come on, and that everything that is not of him will be removed, and I speak it over you and for you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Listen, guys, uh, coming up December 9th and 10th. Uh, and, and those of you, and, and, I, and, I, and I hear this and I say this, guys, when you hear a word like this, you want to make sure that you sow into the words like this. Remember, we talked about the seeding, what God has seeded. You, there is no seed too small. There's no seed that's too big, but all seed produces. And so you want to sow into a word like this and you want to go back to mission control and you tell mission control that I have refocused, that I am aligned again. And so I have already put up one 
uh, way in which you can sow into this word. I'm going to also put another way that you can sow into this word. But I want to share something with you. December 9th and 10th, this is on my heart. This is something that was given to me by God. And he continues to confirm it each and every day as I listen to and I see other leaders speak this. I know we don't like to hear this, but God is dealing with the inside of us because it is transition. It is a place to take us into the new. It is a place to take us into the things of God. And I know those are not easy subjects to talk about when we talk about dealing with the inner self and the inner man and the things that are hidden. But I'm here to tell you, thank you, Prophetess Gator, daughter, I appreciate you. Um, but I'm here to tell you that anytime God pulls down is to build up. Anytime there's a demolition, even in the natural, it's because there's already a blueprint and a plan for what is to come. December 9th and 10th is the Disarm Her Inside Demolition Conference here in Orlando, Florida. This week, there is a sale. There's a, it's kind of the Black Friday, the Cyber Monday type of sale the Thanksgiving type of sale that's going to end this Friday. We have discounted the cost by $20. We know people did things for Thanksgiving and they're preparing for Christmas. But after Friday, it will go back. If you're in the Orlando, Florida area, if you are in a place where you can make it, get an airplane, get a, a taxi. I don't care if you got an Uber. I don't care if you got a walk, catch a train, but you want to be here because there will be a mighty move of God. And it's not going to be like a conference that you have seen before. So don't come expecting the same things. I literally have given God permission to do whatever he wants to. If in the midst of us talking, he wants total deliverance that we're going to move in deliverance. If in the midst of us talking, God wants us to start doing healing, we're going to heal. In the midst of somebody singing, if the Holy Spirit move, we will shut it down. I do not want, and this shall not be another conference. This is going to be a gathering where God is going to be allowed to have his way. We're going to deal with those inner things so we can transition into 2023 with a clean slate so that God will be able to build in us, process through us, what he has been designed for us to operate in. If you can get here, December 9th and 10th, Orlando, Florida, it's going to be held in my church. I'm telling you, get here. You will not be disappointed. Pastor Few is on here. She is my keynote speaker for one night. I'm the keynote speaker for the next night. Minister Britt is on here. She's one of my panelists. Prophetess Priscilla, she's on here. That's my friend. She's one of the panelists. Uh, uh, Apostle Gaskins, he's one of the panelists. And I'm telling you, there's going to be a testimony and I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to tell you who, but when they share their testimony, my God, you're going to be blown away. You got to get here. Many people are asking, am I going online? I haven't received a yes from the Lord yet. So I don't know. I don't know. I believe that there's some things that you have to invest in that you got to get to the place. The woman with the issue of blood, she did not care what people thought. She knew it was time for my healing. She did what it took, no matter what they thought. And she pressed through them. And she, and she bent and she touched the hem of his garment. And because of her press, because she wasn't worried about what man thought, because she knew, listen, this is my time. I feel God telling me. I had so many people call me and say, I feel like God told me I have to be there. And I'm going to be honest, I ain't heard that before. 
I've had wonderful conferences, beautiful gatherings, all the music, all this, all that. But this time it was back to back calls. I feel like God is saying I have to be there. And that's why this is so serious for me. If there's no singing, we won't sing. If it's just teaching, that's what's going to happen. By any means, Pastor Jones, she had to get to Jesus. By any means, you must get to this gathering. Take advantage of what we're giving now, 20 off, because after that, that's it. Get here, guys. Allow the Lord to gut you out so that he can fill you up, so that you may temper for what he has assigned you to do in this next season. I love you guys so much. I thank everybody who sold. Thank you so much. Thank you for your obedience and hearing God. Because sometimes we'll hear God. We'll hear a number. We start getting scared. I don't have enough. You heard him say so. And you did. Thank you. Thank you for every person that sold. I appreciate you. But more than anything, take this word. I love you too. God prophets get as my natural sister. She's a spiritual daughter. She's a powerhouse in God herself. I want you guys. I want you guys. I love you too, son. Pastor Jeremy is a phenomenal man of God. I want you guys to take this word and listen to it again. And when you get weary, listen to it again. I love you too, daughter, uh, Nicole. I love you, Renita. I want you guys to listen to it when you get weary. Listen to you when you get frustrated. Listen to it when you know God is saying do something and you get scared. Listen. Listen to it when in the middle of the night you, you, you start worrying. Listen. Listen to it when the temptation is say, I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough, not smart enough, not why. Listen. Listen. Love you, son, David. Listen. Because I declare for you, as I declare for myself, love you too, daughter Ebony. 2023, it's not going to be. Y'all y'all don't understand. Some of y'all know, some of y'all. I'm fighting one of the greatest challenges of my life. The Lord shared it to me before. I love you, daughter Verna. The Lord shared it with me over a month ago. The Lord had Pastor Shelley, Apostle Stephen, call me one day after, not call me, they text me one day after another. And they, and they shared with me that God had them, had me on their heart and they prayed. Just for a couple of days after, all Hades broke loose. And I still give him praise. <laughs> and I still give him glory. And I still give him honor. Because I know I'm in transition. I know I've been through some furnace of adversity this summer. I know I'm going to make it through this furnace of adversity. My God can never fail. Do you understand? <laughs> if he spoke it, it's going to come to pass. So I want you guys to keep pressing and pushing in the Lord. I hope to see you all December 9th and 10th. Um, if I don't see you uh, the rest of this year, I hope to see you in the new year where we will learn how to operate together, love together, honor each other together, move in the will of God together, and that we all be tempered by the hand of the Lord. I love you, Jessica. Yeah, that's my new baby. I adopted Jessica. You guys will be able to meet Jessica next April. The Lord says the same uh, with our coming conference in St. Louis, Missouri. But I love you guys so much. God bless you. Bye.